Hello, good people, and welcome back to another great episode of God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tara Body. I got another friend on today. I told you this season I was bringing my real friends so that I can talk to you about the importance of godly connections and friendships and how this is what's going to help you in this season to move forward with everything God is telling you to do. So say hey to my friend Bex. Bex, say hey to the people. Hey, everyone. How are you? Yes. God, Bex is a God in therapy repeat. She came along during the dating series. And so I thank you for coming back to talk about friendships because, hey, we're friends. That's true. And so, yes, of course. Um, vital friendship, vital friendship in my life. And today's topic, we're going to talk about mentoring and friendship. Because I'm telling you, it's been a lot of back and forth with us when the mentorship came. Um, I'm going to start with a scripture. This is the scripture we're going to lay down today. Proverbs 27 and 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Yep. Yeah. I looked at, I, I was like, that. probably the <laughs> We were on the same page, right? Because yes. you came in today like, I got us a scripture. What is it? Girl, I got it already. Yeah. Because that's what it's been since we met. We met back in 2018. Yep. At church. At church. Right. That's what, Through see, some of y'all ain't got no friends because you don't go to church. Let me just start by telling some of y'all. You don't have friends because you, you need to go to church. You keep finding these other folks out here and they doing all sorts of things to you. Go to church. <laughs> Because I'm going to tell you, most of my friendships came out of church. I have some that came out of the workplace. But to get some good godly people with godlike character, we met at church. That's true. And you, again, was in the youth ministry, yeah. just like Amelia last week. Met you through the youth ministry. So you got to remind me, how did we hook up? How did we connect? Amelia, actually. Right. Um, she had just done the Master Life course. And... Right after that, she was like, "Bet you got to do this. And like both of us were kind of on the same tip of wanting to get into a deeper relationship with God. So we just were like she was telling me like this was a really good course. And it was actually before Master Life. It was another book series that you all had done after. And I can't remember. Exactly. I think Battlefield of the Mind with yes. Joyce Myers. Yeah, yes. we did that together. So I did that one first and then Master Life. And then we started hanging out. That's just how yeah. it is. And Master Life is a class that I've been mm -hmm. teaching for, what, seven, eight years now yeah. on discipleship. So when you teach a class on discipleship, you end up discipling folks. It's just it just becomes a thing. You end up pulling people close. So I'm grateful for that course. And I'm grateful that's how I met you guys. Yeah, because it actually gave us a great foundation because you all mm -hmm. took that course. We could actually um, really play out a lot of that stuff in our relationship. Yeah. A lot of it. Um, I already knew you knew how to pray and you knew how to spend time with the Lord because that's what the class was about. <laughs> so that's a good way to start a friendship, right? Yeah. With people that are already in fellowship with you. Same faith, same values, same drive. You wanted to take the course. Right. Um, so we met and... You took that class, Battlefield of the Mind, and we were able to really connect. And then we just started to just kind of hang out. I don't yeah, know. It was I random. It was random. Real random. Just um, a lot of, it started out with a lot of good conversations because, you know, I'm an intellectual. So if you're going to connect with me, you're going to talk. You, you're going to have to talk. If I can't, if you can't carry a conversation, we're done. Um, because that's just how I roll. Like, we got to talk. Yeah. And you like to talk. I like to talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So Bex is, you know, an attorney. That's what she does. She's 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 a mediator. She does a lot of talking, right? I do. So all my friends talk. I don't think I got one that doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. If you don't talk, you can't get with me because that's how we spar. That's true. That's and, yeah. And one of the things I want to say, because I know we're talking about mentorship mm -hmm. and um I never really considered myself much of a mentor to you as much as you were to me until we kind of started talking about it. Right. Um, and it's just like a, a, a phrase that was coined. I've heard it from a judge before. Friend tour. Friend tour. <laughs> friend tour. Okay. Like, so let, let's talk about this real quick because <laughs> let me tell you the angst of some people. This is a real angst and issue people have. They find somebody they want to be their mentor. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they start skiddy up to them. And they get some information, but then they get all in their feelings when it don't turn into a friendship. Let's just be honest. Some That's of y'all, let's just be honest. Y'all skizzy up the folks because you see something they have and you get close. You be going to all that stuff. You be pulling in and then you be like, when they going to make me their friend? I want to be close to them. I, I, I want to help some of y'all because... Y'all really struggling with that. Y'all get y'all whole feelings hurt because you're like, why didn't this person take me from student, mm -hmm. mentor, whatever, parishioner at the church into friendship? Why didn't it develop? Can I help you with that? <laughs> because these people that you see that you want to pull from, your second thought should be, what can I give them? Right. That's, mm -hmm. That need to be your second thought is... Am I pulling towards them just to take from them? Or am I considering that this is a human being that will also have something that they need from me? And if you can't see anything they need, first of all, serve. If they got a lot going on, connect with them. One of the, the major reasons why we connected, I had a nonprofit. Right. You came along. I will mm -hmm. serve with you. That's not a paid gig. I had a book I was doing. You yeah. said I will help edit that. Like, <laughs> You understood, yes, I'm pouring into you, but you did not mind pouring back into what I'm doing. And I think, like, I agree with you in terms of serving, but I think it needs to be serving without any expectation of anything. Let's let's go um, expectation. Because Lord. most people, and, and we've talked about this, why, that's why I had a little smirk, um, <laughs> but you can usually tell the people that are just coming to take right. from you. And I think that's something that you and I have in common. Like, a lot of people have taken, taken. a lot. And... Um, when like we've connected it's been on the fact that we can mutually have like a just a good relationship with one another and it's a give and take right type of thing so i think and, and that's the, important and the thing is you do have the people who will give mm -hmm. and serve but if you ain't pulling them close fast enough they gone they gone they mad <laughs> they're like i i need to be in the inner circle and and i need some of you to understand when god when especially people that are led by God, led by the Holy Spirit, they choose who they allow to come close to them. Yes. Because of the calling on their life, because what they're doing, because they just carry wisdom, they understand they can't let everybody around them. And if they start to pick up on your insecurities, your isms, mm -hmm. your issues, your judgmental. I, I remember somebody and you know, I, if they watching, hey, it is what it is. I remember somebody wanting to get close to me but the first thing I heard out of their mouth when we went to lunch, they started talking about somebody else I was close to. Mm. They're like, like, you're good, but them, I don't. And I'm like, er? why are you critiquing right. the people I walk with? 
I don't know if they thought that by saying something about this person, pulling this person low was going to elevate them, mm -hmm. but I was done. Like I'm, I'm eating my food and like this is the last time me and you going to talk because A, I don't deal with people who gossip and slander. Nope. Like you're done. If, if a person is walking with Christ, they're not going to connect with you and you're gossiping or you're a slanderer. They're not going to connect with you if your insecurities make you talk bad about other people. They're not going to want to connect with you if they see you judging everybody around you, uh, talking about everybody else's issues. You don't have none. You know what that tells me? You can't walk close with me because I'm not God. I'm an imperfect person. And you got to be able to walk with me, see my imperfections mm -hmm. and not judge me, demean me, devalue me. So sometimes those conversations with mentors and mentees, people don't understand. They still have to watch where you are. And if you're not relationally mature, they're going to keep you at arm's length. It's for your protection, too. Oh, be yeah. Because if you get close and you do something crazy mm -hmm. and then they're going to back up from you, then you really get hurt. So sometimes people are waiting patiently. Let me see your level of growth. Let me see where you are. You know, I remember we had a conversation I had with you one time. I said, um, don't tell anybody how close we mm -hmm. are. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. It was, it was kind of early. We were getting connected, but I said, don't you know, in groups of people, mm -hmm. you know, I said, don't, don't feel the need to let anybody know how close we are. I said, that would be something that I would do. Right. But I said, don't make yourself a target. And, and when you told me that it was also God showing me like a lot of people in my life that he was trying to put in that realm of mentorship as well. Mm -hmm. So like you, I, I would always coin you as my spiritual mentor, friend, mm -hmm. sister, all of those things. But then there were also some other people that are in very powerful positions that were pulling me in as well for right. like other parts of what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. that like for another day, a whole long story, <laughs> but I became a target. Like I, and it wasn't me saying, oh, this is who I know. It's just that person was saying, this is who I confide in. And then things started happening. So that was some very valuable information to to hold on to because people really- People, people are issue. always gunning for positions. And that's something, you know, I learned early as I would have mentors and they would pull me into friendship. I always kept it private. Mm -hmm. People would not know how close we were until that person would say it. Right. They would say, hey, Tara's one of my closest friends. People are like, how? Mm -hmm. But we had been kicking it in the background for a long time, but I didn't need anybody to know. Right. See, sometimes when people want to, they want to use your notoriety yes. or they want to use your position to elevate themselves, mm -hmm. they'll tell everybody they're connected to you. Right. Because by being connected to you, now I'm something mm -hmm. greater. And true leaders pick up on that. So you're not connected with me for me. Right. You're connected with me for you. Mm -hmm. And they see it. So when you genuinely care about somebody, yes, they're great. Yes, they're a mentor. But I care about you. I can be in the background. Right. I don't need anybody to know we're together. I'm literally here, genuinely here for your growth and development because everybody's a human being. It yes. doesn't matter their position. You're a human being, I'm a human being. But what I found in our in our connection was, you know, sometimes people don't know that they can connect with younger people. Mm. Like mm -hmm. what I got like four years on you, you know. Like three and a three half. Three and a half, yeah, good, thank you for that. <laughs> um, but 
I didn't have a lot of young friends before I met you and Amelia, mm-hmm. who we had on last week. Um, all of my friends were like seven, eight, ten years plus, right? That's just the way my life was. I had a lot of older siblings, and I'm used to the older folks. Mm-hmm. My husband's seven years older. So I'm thinking in my head, you can only really get from older people because right. they've been here longer. They're wiser. That's who's going to be able to pour into me. But then I started hanging with you two, and I was like, they know a lot of stuff. <laughs> like when I say, y'all keep me fly, y'all be telling me, don't wear your hair like that, stop wearing them grandma clothes. What else y'all be, y'all, y'all be saying crazy stuff? <laughs> hey, get off Facebook, them all old people get on Instagram. <laughs> you need to get on TikTok. <laughs> like, y'all keep me so current. Like, I feel like, yeah, I'm, 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 y'all take me to all the spots because see both of them, they're single folks, they urban, they out here. Go outside. And I mean, they like get up out of Red Lobster, Tyra. It's some other places you can go where it's trendy. I'm in all the nice eating places. <laughs> you know, we out there hanging out. It like nice places. We it's taking not, trips. We taking trips. We catching flights for no reason. I'm like, why am I here? Like. I mean, you guys, I'm going to be honest because I got married at 23, right? So I just hung up all the single Mm -hmm. fun stuff. I'm just being honest. It's right out of college into marriage. Hanging with you guys, it's like a revolution, a revitalization of my youth, (laughs) of the 20s that I lost. Now that my kids are older and more self-sufficient and you guys are great aunts, to my kids, like that's a whole nother thing that oh, you do for my kids. <laughs> like, like God sent, they love you. I, I, they just love you. And it just gave me so much energy to be around young people. Look folks, hear me out. You need some young friends. I know, I know you with the tea parties and y'all sitting around wearing sweaters and, and, and around the fireplace. Get you some young people. The young people gonna keep you relevant. They're going to keep you up to date. They're going to help you with the technology. They're going to tell you, hey, this is how you do this and that. Like, all my stuff, if I didn't know you and Amelia, like, y'all keep me on it. Like, Tara, we don't, they don't do that no more. That, that's not a new, that's old. We're still like, trying to get you to get the iPhone, though. But. I'm not getting the iPhone. And you heard it today. <laughs> it's a cult. <laughs> we, work, we working on it's it. It's that Apple. It's sin for right. forbidden. <laughs> That's the only thing I ain't listening on. <laughs> That's the only thing. I'm like, team Android. <laughs> but you guys have really just opened up a whole level of energy, a vibe for me um, that I didn't even know was possible. I mean, people really are losing now by not getting connected to younger a younger group. Like, I get it. Everybody wants to be friends with older people and they feel like there's wisdom in that. Yes, it is. That is there. Even people that are your your age, peers, mm-hmm. that's great. But the young people kind of have their ear to what's current and what's going on as well. And you can really miss out if you don't value mentorship from younger people. Like you, you know, we talked about it with Amelia, you know, the, the incident in St. Augustine. <laughs> Listen, right. I saw it and I was like, ooh. Phase 10 immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But you were such a mediator. Like you've always been a mediator when we needed it. You're like, Tara, that's not what she meant. Amelia, I don't think so. And I'm like, yes, she did mean that. Why are you so nice? Like 
you really taught me a lot of grace with people because mm -hmm. you have a lot of friends. Like I do. You you go <laughs> no, like legitimately. <laughs> You go to Beck's house for an event. It's like, where are all these people and why are they here? Like, ain't it a Thursday? It's not even an important event. Why are these random people here? <laughs> but it's the way that you connect with people. You give everybody grace. You have no judgment. I mean, you have a variety of friends. Like, I don't think two of them are the same. I'm like, this is like That's the true. United Nations up in here, number one. It's like a bunch of different people from all walks of life. I love it. Like, That's I go true. in here like, how did you connect with them? Where did they come from? Where did this person come from? Why are y'all friends? And you remain the same, though. Mm -hmm. Yes. You remain. You're, it's not like you're switching up for a bunch mm -hmm. of people. You're just friendly. You're just inviting. You like to make people feel seen. You listen. To, I watch you. I legitimately watch you. I've, I've learned these things from mm. you. I've gained that from you. I'm like. Beck's just be letting stuff just slide. She, I don't even think she noticed any offenses. Or I'm like, it takes a while. Mm. It takes a while to really make me ghost people like y'all are talking about. I don't think who you ghosting. Beck's ain't, ghosting, ghost ghosting, nobody. She ain't just, ghosting Well, it's just when I'm done, I'm done kind of thing. Okay. That's, that's just how I am. So. Where does that come from, this, 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 openness to invite people to love on them to really like, get to the core of people like where do you feel like that came from for you so i'm the oldest of four kids okay um, the only well not the only girl but it was a lot of guys around like right. so it was me and my sister and then my cousin but like we were the youngest for the four kids we were the youngest of my um both sides of the family mm -hmm. so everybody was way older than us so um I don't know. I was always very nurturing to my siblings. Um, I love them so much. Oh, y'all are close. I, I, like very your, close. your siblings, y'all are super like, close. Yeah, we be riding out. So like I love that when I see that. And yeah. and it makes you know, even with my sibling, like the one that I never mind, the one I talked to. <laughs> like it makes me wanna like love on her more. I see y'all yeah. giving each other's gifts. I see y'all mm -hmm. going and stuff. And my family didn't do that. They show like, up. Like we didn't. Mm -hmm. And y'all show up for stuff. So yeah. like I I'm trying that with my sister. Like, hey, we need to like show up for each other, give each other gifts, say we <laughs> love each other. Like cause I'm watching you and your siblings yeah. and it's supernatural. Yeah. And I'm I'm being mentored by that. I'm mm. watching you do relationships. I, that's just something vital that I I take mm -hmm. from you. Um, my kids, they they going back to my kids. They adore you because you be thinking about them. Like, doesn't she have a thing that we need to go to? I'm like, why do you care that my kid has a thing? Like, like it's just like we need to go, you yeah. know. And I would go, but the fact that you want to go because mm -hmm. you're like, I take this role seriously. You right. asked me to be. You know, like an aunt to your kids, you asked me to be in their lives, mm -hmm. I'm in their lives. Yeah, and I think that also, like, just speaking to that, um, being the oldest, I think there are a lot of times that you kind of sacrifice a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So I tend to see a lot of things that people don't see. Mm. And so I know that's, you know, learning from being friends with two therapists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, like you give what you want from others. And so one thing that I can say with you is that you have like pulled the vulnerability out of me. Oh like, yeah, you was tight. I, I be high, I be hiding. Like I, I can share, I love to talk. Like I like talking to people. 
Um, and I won't say I'm surface level with my friends. Like no, I'm not, no. but like you pulled everything out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like from the depths. Like I found out about childhood traumas, everything like going on. You're like, I don't you have know? any. I'm good, Tara. <laughs> I'm great. What are you talking about? I'm like, bets, like, like legitimately. Right. You are really, really nice, but let's deal with this particular exactly. thing. And I yeah. think it comes, it stems from me always looking out for everyone else. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's like always like the strength for my family. Like mm -hmm. I'm the strength for everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's like pleasant to have friends. Like I do have a lot of friends that are like, but how are you doing? And you're probably right. one of the leaders of the pack when it comes to that. Right. You know, and so I but really I think you model that. that in your mm. friendships. The fact that you do ask people how they're doing. Oh, yeah. The fact that you do that, that. I mean, I think you you teach your friends to do that back because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> this is the custom. This is the culture of the friendship is we right. ask each other how we're doing. That's true. We show up and support. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that they need to teach some people how to be friends. They That's don't have point. the patience for it. They don't they don't want to do that. Right. They, they just go into friendships like, ugh. Oh, they, they're trash at yeah. friendships. I'm out of here. Okay, they're going to keep being trash right. until somebody says, hey, um, you ever had a close friendship? These are the type mm -hmm. of things people do. Yeah. At least give them some time to see, pour right. some seed on them, water mm -hmm. them a little bit and see because the watering you did, you know, to, to support and show grace. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, let me pour that out to others, especially Amelia. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to give grace. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be Bex this time. <laughs> All right, Bex, I'm going to call her and I'm going to find out how she's doing because you would you would always try to find mm -hmm. the bright side. There's Tara. always there's always a reason that someone's acting the way they are. And, and I, I should always know find that, that as a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Yet in my friendships, I'm like, get your life together. You know better. But <laughs> it has made me even a better therapist mm. over the years. Wow. Developing in my relational practices have helped me become a better therapist mm. because as I'm even hearing people and I'm hearing their whys, I'm like, of course people have a why as to why they do stuff. Cause right. I'm sitting with a lot mm -hmm. of people and it's made me be in turn, be a better friend. Yeah. Cause, cause, because I'm looking at people and I'm saying, this is deeper than this tar. This is not about you. Try, stop making things about right. you. Yeah. People are going through things. They're, they're yeah. dealing with things. And so we, co-mentored which mm. is what i was telling them in the first episode is that there should be reciprocity oh yeah like why are we in friendships mm -hmm. with no reciprocity I agree. if you cannot see where this person is of value why are you walking with them mm -hmm. and you showed up very early you know in that time period of tara i'm here for you what you got going on um i'm like thanks yeah i do got a lot going on because <laughs> there was a pivotal season where God had me doing a lot of things at one time, starting a lot of things. And he's like, you need people. Mm -hmm. Like you need connection. You need people to work with. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try her. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna see, because I saw your heart for service. And for yeah. me, there are some key things that make me kind of, I don't know if you want to say choose people. Yes, choose. Mm -hmm. Is I need servants because I'm a servant. Right. And I know how I show up for my friends. I'm going to serve their needs. I'm going to serve whatever they got, have going on. I need to know if they're a servant too. Exactly. And I'm not going to wait to see if you serve. I need to already see you serving. Right. And you were already serving. All of my friends, I know they already serve. So I'm not going to get connected to stingy people. Right. I never get stuck with stingy, selfish people because all of my friends already <laughs> serve. I, hey, y'all, that's the cheat code. 
Yeah. If you don't see them serving anybody <laughs> voluntarily, not for money, you are proud to get connected to somebody selfish. You gotta, you're about to get connected to a self-centered person. If it's not in their character to serve before they met you, don't let them serve just because they met you. Then they're still doing it to get something from you. Check on where your people are serving. Who are they mentoring? Mm -hmm. Who are they pouring out to? If you meet somebody that doesn't have a mentor in any capacity in their life, run. Oh, yeah. Run very quickly. If you talk to somebody and you, they can't tell you anybody that's pouring into them, anybody they go for advisement, anybody they check in with on how they're doing life, that is a wayward person who is just making decisions without any input, without any counsel. The word of God says a wise man seeks counsel. Mm -hmm. So if you're dealing with people in relationships, friendships that tell you they don't see any counsel, they don't have any friends, right? Do you agree? I do agree. <laughs> 100%. And I do think you also need to give yourself a little bit more credit because even like you say, the co-mentoring thing, one of the biggest things that I've taken from you is like, you know, in this season, like, like you said last week, like we all going through something and we're very, right. very open about it to each other. And that has probably been probably one of the best things about our friendship that we can. But one of the things I really did take from you is that when like I'm feeling down in the dumps about something, somebody else must be. Yeah. And I'm always led to call someone. Right. And that pulls me out of it. Yep. And that stuck with me. So now every time I feel that way, I'm like, okay, who can I reach out to you that may be going through something similar? And I reach out to them and then I'm able to kind of minister to them or just be there for them. Right. And you taught me that. Right. Hey, that's the antidote for self-pity is <laughs> <laughs> to go help somebody else. And yeah. I'm so glad that you have gained that a lot from the mentorship because mm -hmm. I was, you know, anytime somebody wants me to be their mentor, they come close to me. I take it so seriously. Right. You know, I told you, I told Amelia, I said, you know, I've adopted y'all now. <laughs> so y'all gonna have to get your life. Um, but we have that vulnerability yeah. and we pray every week. Every You're part week. of that, that circle mm -hmm. we pray every week together and check in yes. you know the enemy's not sifting any of us because uh -uh. we make sure hey i know this is your season for storm or right. this is a season for a valley yeah but i'm gonna hold your hand until it becomes a mountain again mm -hmm. and so that's been vital yeah. be okay with snitching on yourself like, yeah, especially the people to. that care. <laughs> yeah, we are guarding right. the Gethsemane type yes. friends. So it's been it's been wonderful. And so mm -hmm. I thank you today for coming on and having this wonderful, very important conversation with me. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, friend. And that has been another great episode of God in Therapy.